Welcome everyone to the Fake Nerd Podcast Book Club. I'm Ben Magnet, along with Brandon T. McClure, Sparks Me, Ryan Eliopoulos. In this episode, we're talking about a webcomic, a webcomic that I found through the annals of the internet, and I found to be just charming and delightful. It's Little Char- Char- Charming. Charming? Charming? I did not mean to do that pun unintended. God dang it. The full title is Little Char and the Gang, a Pokemon starter trio, trio pet parody by the artist Neo Kamai. I'm pretty sure I said that right. Or no, I was wrong. Nekoama. It's spelled N-E-K-O-A-M-A. I can't, for some reason, I can't pronounce it. But yes, it is a uh, Webtoon comic. You can find this on Webtoons for free. And this episode, we went through the first 52 uh, strips, which as I was rereading this, I thought, oh yeah, that's we'll probably blow through an hour. Yeah, it took me about an hour and a half to get through. I was like, "Mm, I probably went a little longer. But but all in all, guys, what did you think about this webcomic? I'm going to yeah. go first. I'm going to go first. I love it, Ben. Big fan compared to that last <laughs> webtoon you picked. Holy yeah. shit, this book rules. But this, this book rules. Love it. Compared to the last webtoon I picked, which was on the regular show, yeah, this is, I feel, and leagues no, better. No offense to that other book. It did no. have some good stuff in it. But, like, mm-hmm. this is the kind of thing that makes me want to read more webtoons. Yeah. Yeah, what about you, Sparks? Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um I I got more into it the further along it went. And mm-hmm. I feel like it got it got sharper about its premise and humor. Uh probably about halfway through what we were reading. Mm-hmm. Um but I like it. Uh the the art style threw me for a little bit. Uh yeah. I just I'm not a specifically I'm not a big fan of the way the the teenage evolutions are. Oh, I, oh I love it. I love that. I, I I I'm warming up, but yeah. but I I didn't like them to begin with. Gotcha. Yeah. Specifically, I don't like that Bulbasaur turns into a uh, bipedal as Ivysaur and Venusaur. Ah, yeah, sure. That's yeah. that's me. Yeah, what about you, Brandon? Uh, I wasn't as hot as uh, everyone else on this panel, but it was a f- it was a fun time. I enjoyed it. Yeah. What's yes. your experience with Pokemon, Brandon? Yeah, well, what is your experience? Because this is a Pokemon parody, and... The basis of the story for those listening slash watching this this um, comic is essentially taking Pokemon as if they were humans, but still having their Pokemon attributes, like they mentioned about their type advantages and disadvantages, and they don't all live in houses like in um, uh, like Spinarax. They live out in the woods, but even though it, the the way that this book takes it and and meshes them, it meshes them so very well. Like I love the part where Sandshrew comes over to Charmander's house to play video games. And then his, their Charmander, Charizard, the dad, says like, "Yeah, no, you're not gonna do that." Dying but, builds character. Yeah, dying. Exactly. I did like that. Uh, to answer to answer Ryan's question, I watched the show for many years. Watched the first three movies and played up to Silver and Gold, and that was so about it. Twenty years. Yeah. Which is about yeah. <laughs> and and Detective Pikachu. Oh, and I watched Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I asked that question not that it, I think it really matters. I just think if you like Pokemon, you'll get more out of it. Obviously, like yeah. anything to read um yeah i i uh i i i just really i thought it was a good time like with web with webtoons like this like it's not like reading 20 issues of a comic you're getting a page a day like that's like you it's not like you evolve per day you don't evolve per month right so like like you said it gets Mm -hmm. better over time that's because they're learning over time and that's what's so cool about web comics and like honestly ben like this makes me want to read more webtoons because they are just comic books just released in day form um 
And like, and as, as it went along, like I started to see more character stuff and the stuff with Bulbasaur and like him going out of town was so fun. If yeah. you like, if you want to read more webtoons, Linda Sedgwick, who's Stepan Sedgwick's wife, has a Punderworld comic that she has. It's like the story of Hades and Persephone, but as like a fun webtoon comic. I will absolutely check that out. Oh no, I'm, full, I'm subscribed to that webtoon as well. I absolutely adore that. Someday, I, I'm telling you on this show, we're going through Paranatural. Hell yeah. Someday. <laughs> But my thing about it is that I hesitate to do it until it's done because it's been going for years and there is a story, like a full story to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I kind of don't want us to start until I know we can finish it. And I'll take the, eight years to do it. the only real negative I have about this is like, like Ryan says, it is learning as it goes along and it's a page a day. I get that. Um, the paneling specifically how they, how the writer places word bubbles does bug me sometime that, that it doesn't quite always read as it should. It, I, yeah. it, that is, that is absolutely like, a, uh, I agree with that. Sometimes like things should be in other places yeah. and that is a learning thing. You know, someone yeah. doing yeah. this for the first time, maybe. Yeah. I, I had that problem too, where I'd be like, Oh, I read that thing before I was supposed to read the other thing. And yeah. it's like, I'm mm -hmm. there is an art to where you're supposed to put word bubbles and sometimes this comic that's that's a up. that's a thing that uh that's a really good thing you bring up Brandon because lettering and coloring like people always think comics are just you draw and you write it but word bubbles where the placement of them is crucial it is 100% yeah. crucial and, and it's uh there were a few spots where like oh that doesn't make sense oh it read if it I if I were to take a guess um I I I wouldn't be surprised if the creator reads a lot of manga tankoban as well as mm. if even more that than regular comics mm -hmm. because there is a frequent mistake of going right to left which when you're reading a manga oh, you yeah. know that's how it goes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know that's how it goes because that's how you're reading it so you put that in your brain and you're like i've got it but when you're reading uh anything that isn't in that format necessarily it's hard to keep that in your mind yeah and uh and i think that's where often that mistake is made is that they they're so used to probably more often a right to left format. absolutely yeah that's actually mm -hmm. i think that's that might be it, actually. But it's, not, it's, not, it's, all, not, it's not all the time. Most but, of the time, yeah. you're that, that would be the thing. If the whole comic yeah. were structured right to left, then you'd be fine with it. Yeah. But yeah. the comic isn't structured that way. It's more often than not, it is left to right. But then every once in a while, there's panels where everything seems to move right to left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There are definitely some times, because as I was rereading this, there were times where the wording was a little difficult, because even though I have read manga before, when I first started reading manga, I had the problem of starting on the left side of the page, not the right side of the page. So even when I first read, would first read it, I could jumble it and reread it. I was like, okay, that makes much more sense. Dude, the first the first manga I ever read, I I legit couldn't finish it because I was it was my brain was not processing what I was supposed to be doing mm -hmm. from reading comics my entire life. Yeah, it was so, so hard to transition. Yeah, you get so used to reading a certain way, and then when you're handed this uh, publication that's essentially reverse. Yeah. You're like, what is going on? This is weird. It's, it's like driving on the other side. It's like going to London and driving on the other side of the, the road. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can do that my first time. That's going to, oh my God. It's completely <laughs> different taxi. driving. Yeah. yeah. But going to the book, I mean, word bubbles aside, because you're right, I did notice that there's some word bubbles that were placed oddly. Yeah, and you know what? And you know what? That's just a learning thing. Like, oh, yeah. because, like, as Ryan said, like, people often think that uh, it, it, that's not, in effect, an art form. And it really is. Word bubble placement and lettering is mm -hmm. an art form. Uh, it is part of the art of a comic book. So if you're not as familiar with that art form, it's difficult to know where it should be placed and framing and things like that. But it's Especially a learning thing. Especially when you're doing it all by yourself. Uh, yeah. Just just one example that I remember really stood out to me is there's one where they're talking to the the spider character. Spinner rack. Spinner rack. Where they're talking to the spinner rack and 
they put the Spinarax bubbles on the left side and the characters bubbles on the right side, but they're on the opposite side. So their yeah. bubbles are working against them. And mm -hmm. I'm like, that's just that that's messy. Yeah. 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 Uh, we should talk about the what's in the comic. Yeah. The character yeah. Can yeah. Like that. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of like, you know, like one page, like one off strips. But then there's also just a couple of like little like mini arcs of like, you know, Bulbasaur going to visit his aunt or like them going into a cave and finding a bunch of ghosts or, or a haunted house or something. Um, all the arcs I really like. I thought they were all yeah. charming and fun when I found that Clefairy uh, in the cave. Like, <laughs> love it. Anytime Magikarp showed up, dude, I literally laughed out loud. Oh, I don't know if you ever <laughs> heard me. No, I laughed. I loved Magikarp. I was laughing out loud like multiple times reading this. Uh, yeah. I just... love that. I love that the implication is every Magikarp is like, yeah, every Magikarp is like, <laughs> come on, boy? come on, do it. Because in the game, once Magikarp levels up, gets to level twenty, they evolve into Gyarados, which is arguably yeah. one of the strongest Pokemon. Yeah, in the but game. it's just—it was just funny when it's just like, how much XP do you think I got? No. <laughs> you see, like Polyworld's eyes just like coming out of the water, just giving. And that's one thing's what what I love about this strip so much is that, yeah, you you take these crazy Pokemon and they have like these such these vibrant human personalities, but they're still Pokemon, even when uh, with the legendaries, especially. Um, when oh, Moltres shows up to Lugia and Zapdos and Articuno, they're just chilling on the beach. And then Moltres is all like hot shit. And Lugia is all just saying, is like, what would happen if I threw a wave at him like right now? And then Ar Arkham was like, eh, he went in and we wouldn't stop. But Zapdos is like, but it'd be more entertaining. Um, the, I think one of my favorite like full strips is Moltres landing on the tree. Next ranch, to yeah. Articuno, yeah, and it being like you know this is a rotting tree, yeah, you yeah, probably yeah, shouldn't yeah. lay on it. And he's like, what? Because I'm a fire type, I can control my fire, and then it snaps from the weight, and it's like, all right, but it's not on fire. Yeah, <laughs> well, technically do it. That one, that one made me laugh a lot. No, I forgot because that was a little worried going into it because the last uh, webtoon I told I had I had us read the beginning starts off a little rocky, and I said it gets better later down the line. But as I started rereading this from the beginning. Like when we see Squirtle and Charmander go outside and like, yeah, just said that Bubble Store is going to die in the fall. What? Yeah. And then their whole explanation about, and, and then when we get introduced to Bulbasaur and all he says is Bubba, Bubba, Bubba. You know what? You know what? I, I wasn't crazy about the first arc. Uh, I thought it was charming. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a common theme in this, in this episode. Yeah. I think on this comic, Charming. But I didn't find that joke particularly worked for me until the next time it comes up. When they said, don't tell them what happens in the fall. What? The leaves. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. When, they, when the Oddishes run. When all the Oddishes yeah. run through. Like, yeah. wait, we're live. We didn't mean it. Um, yeah. That, um, that I thought was hilarious. Yeah, the, the ways that they that they incorporate, like, the Pokemon's abilities or who they or what they, like, are, what they represent is, while also being just, like, quote-unquote people is really fun. Like, every time... Mm -hmm. um, like uh, a Charmander and Venusaur, like they have flaming tails. So I was always like, watch the tail, bro. Like they're always yeah. just whipping it around. Like that stuff's just fun. It's just stuff like little stuff you don't think about. Like what if people really had flaming tails? Like they had something they have to worry about all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's just little things that are, again, charming, I think is the best word to describe it. Like I found it just, just very wholesome. There's a moment where the Spinarak is with like the, with the mom and it's little Spinarak's like, yeah, we don't eat people. And they're like, wait, what? Oh yeah, yeah, we don't eat people. Yeah, cool. Uh, it's like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, just little things. Yeah. Um, I have to admit when when I first started getting into the series, I started because when I first got into it and I found it on webtoons, I binged the whole thing up to not where it is currently, but I binged like there's a hundred some strips. I watched, I read them all in one night. 
And when I got to this, the Christmas strips, I almost Aww. started crying. Because um, when I first met Charizard, like, yeah, I figured, like, okay, he's just a super strict dad. And then when Charmeleon gives him the gives um, his younger brother Charmander the present, it's like, oh, this Yo, is... Yo, mom's dead. Yeah, like, this That's is a gift sad. from mom. And then to find out that Wartortle and Squirtle were adopted by uh, Blastoise, and their and the picture was them when the adoption was final. It's like, oh god, this thing has just like, yeah. oh my heart. Or even I was, I thought it was funny between Charizard and Pidgeot when they've raced. They're like, good race, and then he's like, Dad, what? He's like, yeah, Pidgey actually has two dads, and you have to race them. And then the other dad's like, honey, yeah, I don't like oh race. <laughs> yeah, there's a that something the comic does really well is uh non-traditional family units mm-hmm. uh that that are established really easily throughout the arc and, and they I don't make a was, big big thought, deal out of it or anything no yeah. but i thought that was really impressive i'm like you easily could have just had all this be very generic and yeah. it's not um and i thought that was a really good choice on their part i will say uh another little critique is i wish that if you didn't tell me who the female characters were. I knew who the female characters were. Oh yeah. Because well, I don't. But see, then it's a situation of do you do you make them look like the female thing? Like you put bows on their hair or give them boobs? Like like what are you gonna do to make them differ- this differentiate from being female Pokemon? They look the exact same. Um I I I get what you're saying. Like they look um, the exact same by the way. The the thing is that like I the the faces are all they feel very masculine just in their structure sure um i i agree like you know you you don't have to do like you can do just like the one eyelash line that's a simple way to to do the differentiation i'm just saying like there are options because like if i can't see the word bubbles i don't know when the females are there yeah you know i assume they were all men until someone would point out like this is a girl like whoa whoa." yeah and and i mean like it's it's more just like um I think uh, I think Gumball would be a good place to look for this. Uh, just okay. the differentiation of how you can make female faces look, because a lot of the art style is very Gumball esque. In fact, the kind of humor and tone of how the show uh, of how the comic is is very much how Gumball was when it first started. Hmm. Uh, so I would look to a lot of simple ways. Like there's ones who do like the three eyelashes, but there's ones who just like it is it is a simple like change in the face structure, mm-hmm. which is just like how you do the lines slightly softening them just makes it more clear that one's a female that one's a male gotcha. that kind of thing because like really gumball and his mom look exactly the same richard and his daughter look exactly the same except for small features that change them from male to female and that's gotcha. the reason they look different okay. so so that would be my my simple critique is like it wasn't a problem it's just that like if you just showed me the art i wouldn't know how much yeah. um and that's and i just think that's something that that could be shifted Oh no! Actually, that brings up a very valid point because when I first read this, I thought all three, um, all three of the team, oh, the second evolutions, Charmeleon, Wartortle, and Ivysaur, they were all guys. I had I read them with masculine voices, and then when it was when it said that, oh yeah, she referring to Wartortle, and then eventually to Ivysaur, I'm like, oh, these are these are girls, right? Because um, the only time where we actually do see quote unquote gender specific Pokemon is with uh, Nidoqueen Queen and Nidorina. Where mm-hmm. in the games, those Pokemon are always female, no matter what, because you can tell by the color, by the color, um, by the, you know, the colors, the color scheme. One's yeah. pink, huh? One's, One's pink, pink, if I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah funny, and the, the pink one is the male, and the blue one is the ma- is the female. Oh. But yeah, but that that aside, every other time, it's like you really have to just keep watching and double ch- and just like be on your toes a little bit. Which, as at first, I was like, huh, okay, that threw me for a loop. But as I kept reading. I just didn't bother me. I didn't care anymore. 
I mean, it's you're you're not wrong, and this is not me pushing against it. I just don't think it's important. Like, I don't think the gender is important, really. Like, it's like, oh, this, like, I, I, I don't know. I like, I just, I never, that never crossed my mind. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have, an, I don't guess I have a good defense, but like, I just don't feel like it's, it, it's super important to know. Like, no, it's not. You know? It's, it's not like it's, it's like absolutely crucial to know these yeah. things. Uh, it's not like we could have a gender, like, gender is not important in no, Pokemon yeah. kind of discussion. It's like Venus or Rosinda like, in the comic for, for sure. very little bit. So, like, the once they said it, I knew she's the only Venusaur in the comic. She's for sure. I think it just speaks more to what Ben was saying, which is like, I'd read, I think 12 pages because of the art style, assuming yeah. that War Turtle was a male until they said different. And visually, I didn't see that represented. That's true. Um, and I think if you're going, you know, like you can differentiate them, you know, like a, a, if we had a male Ivysaur walk into a panel with the female Ivysaur, I should be able to tell which one is the male and which one's the female or yeah. which one is is our main character we've been following which one isn't uh so i just think that that's that's yeah. my only point i'm just it. going off playing the pokemon games they all look the same for yeah. sure now for if sure. i if i if i i guess if i could make a suggestion of, of this thing um i think i would prefer it if they were all gender neutral um if if yeah. you're not going to do if you're not going to make Gender, like it's it's Lindsay Ellis says the thing about Transformers, how it's weird the Transformers have gender, how the fact that RC is a girl and yet the Transformers don't have any genitalia. It's weird. I think the same thing kind of should be specifically this Pokemon world, not maybe like not like the Pokemon games, but like specifically yeah. this one. I think a similar uh a similar uh, approach should have been taken here that should, everything should everyone should have just been like gender neutral. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I okay. guess so so let like real quick, just to bounce off what yeah. Ryan was saying, like uh e- when you're when you're transferring pokemon art from like you know they are animal based creatures and turning them into like more characterized caricatures of those animal based creatures and assigning them genders they become more you, humanoid yeah right then i think you do have to like if you're going to make it a part a point to bring up the fact that they are different genders then i it should be something i can somewhat see i agree yeah. if um, you're going to bring it up then you should be, again yeah. like going back to like what gumball looks like like they do little things there can be little things done here but i i also kind of can agree with brandon that it would be better if they were gender neutral however i don't think that you can easily do the, the, the you know, queen joke. oh there's two dads yeah or the kind queen of establishment joke, yeah. unless there is a yeah. gender differentiation yeah, yeah. sure um besides uh, it, it's a weird thing because you decided to turn pokemon into family units and pokemon uh evolutions into aging yeah and so you kind of have to reevaluate those things like it can't be a one-for-one translation of how pokemon work it just yeah, this, uh, is, yeah. Charmander, is charmander gonna have to change his name when he gets older <laughs> does every pokemon that has only a single evolution stay one age like that's that you know like that's that's these are the questions i don't need answered exactly like you don't need them answered but that but when you you transfer it into this that's why like some things need to be thought out and i and i do just think again like it is a small critique overall really enjoy it It is inconsequential except in moments where like i'm supposed to be reading it with a voice in mind and i'm and i'm missing it yeah yeah um but uh, I, I know what you mean as well. Like, you know, it's it's never mattered in Pokemon before. Why should No, yeah, but I, I but I we're we're both right. Yeah. 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 I so. think the ghost, I love ghosts. Uh somebody just who was it? Joe Jordan Vote Roberts, the director of Kong Skull Island, just tweeted, uh, the world would be better if we had more Gengar in the world. Like if Gengar <laughs> existed. And I was like, funny, I just read a dope ass ghost Gengar. I hundred percent agree. I love ghosts. Uh Hunter, Hunter's dumb. He's like, oh, where's the Bulbasaur? He's like, This is Bulbasaur. Where's the blue one? No, where's the blue one? <laughs> Yeah. The other blue one. Oh. Yeah. No, the other blue one. Uh, and also, when they like, when the Zubats come out, 
and then like Bulbasaur has the Zubat on his back, and then he's like, "Hey, you kids should just get out of this part. It's not gonna be child friendly." Yeah, and like the, the fans come out. Yeah, the the ghost thing was was definitely something that I that I love in like comedy where it's just it's just a visual gag where he's just like, "Where's the blue one?" And you just you just see the eyes like, "He's like, no, the other blue one." And then when um, they do find him, they're like, "Oh, he's more teal than anything." Uh, do I have a dumb face? Uh, yes. Uh, going back to the, Clef- the Clefairy, um, when oh, they burn his books, and then the the Flareon's like, "I'll put out fire with fire," and then burns it more, and then the Clefairy's like, "In what universe was that a good idea?" And the art is like so anime, like ah, and I just like when it's when it gets super exaggerated. That's when I like really love the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like uh, yeah, uh, just charming little things. Uh, I love I love it all. I love Bailey being an asshole. Like he's got Bailey is like he's got like the hair like an emo kid. Yeah, uh, I love it. Like every the little details are so good. Oh no, I love the interaction between one of my favorite strips is the interaction between Charmeleon and Quilava, where Quilava's like that new age surfer hippie kind of guy where he's where he's all talking and Charm and Charmeleon's like, oh yeah, that was like, whoa, that's deep, bro. And he's like, Yes, keep it lit. He's like, I always keep it lit. Hey, he walks away. I freaking hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fire types for life, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or when Bulbas or not Bulbas, or when Squirtle's like, dude, I gotta wear my gloves because that's what War Turtle said. If I touch it, my water's gonna freeze. He's like, that's I don't that doesn't seem right. He touches the snow. What other lives have I been living? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I think my favorite my favorite uh, page was um, challenging what Charizard is. Yeah. So Charizard's not a dragon, and he's like fire and flying. He's like, wait, I don't think that it makes sense. He's like, listen, welcome to life, son. It's disappointing. You're not a dragon. He's like, wait, but isn't Dragonite a dragon? And he's like, do you think questioning will change things? Uh, <laughs> that's this man. That's so good. I burst out laughing when I read yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> or even when, because uh, they're because t- Charizard. I mean, once we get later, once we get later into the line, I feel like Charizard. You see why Charizard is such a stick in the mud. But yeah. one of the, but there are times where he gets like great one liners, like during the Easter egg hunt when Squirrel comes up with a little um, execute, Aww. and he's like, "Oh, he backed a live one." Or when they go to the campsite and there's Beedrill, and then Squirrel's like, "How does he hold things with his hands?" You know, Aww. I was wearing that myself, and Blastoise is like, "That's like, a good joke, mystery, sons." The that you you're stepping on what I want to talk about with that camping one, which is that uh, that's that's where I think the humor is really starting to sharpen uh, is like at its is hitting. It's like, yes, this is exactly what you want to be is is that's a good example is the bee drill interaction that and the bit before it, which is, uh, yeah, do you have any fire types with you? I'm bright orange. How can you not see me? <laughs> I right thought here. you were a dragonite. Sorry. Um, Charizard, Charizard is like kind of the stick in the mud. That's, that's a fine way to put it, but he's also mm. not unlikable. Yeah. And I'm really yeah. appreciative of that. Because like that's, dad. That yeah. is a hard line to walk to have him be like that, but not be unlikable. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. is likable. So that's, that's really nice. Uh, the the characterizations overall are pretty good. I think, I think the the teenagers that aren't Charmeleon are the weakest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just don't. I, we haven't done enough with them at yeah. this point. Um, but but past that, I think all the other like main characters have pretty pretty strong uh, representations. I I didn't realize how much. Like, I didn't know much about this book. I figured, like, after the first couple pages, like, it would just be, like, the little guys. I didn't realize, like, there was a whole family dynamic and, like, the parents were main characters, too. So, like, uh, again, like, as we went into it, I'm, like, I'm kind of getting invested in all this stuff. Like, it's 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 really it's really cute. And, like, Bulbasaur is just a little shit. Not, like, he's so cute. 
It's like every time he says Bubba, I'm just like, I want a little tattoo of a every <laughs> every time I hear I read Bulbasaur, I always hear what I heard in the anime, which is Bubba, Bubba, Bubba Sour. Yeah. Every I'm time sad. he says Bubba, that's all I hear. And I love how he never has like actual quote unquote dialogue. Even when they when Charmeleon brings it up to Ivysaur, and it's like all he says is Bubba. That's all he says is like, well, yeah, but you get the gist of it, right? It's like kinda. No. Like the, I did like the explanation. Like you have no idea why he does it either. Like no. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. There's. It's hard. It's hard to talk about because it is like it is a webtoon. So it's like it's a lot of like tiny strips. Of, but I think. But I think overall, like this is this is worth a read. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, like, especially like Pokemon. Like this is like I, I haven't. I haven't played. I haven't touched Pokemon in a long time. I didn't even beat the last mm-hmm. Pokemon game that came out. The last two that came out. So like this makes me want to get back into Pokemon because like I used to adore Pokemon. Remember, remember that quiz we took? Pokemon was my first love, you guys. I really liked um the the use of the red ribbon story. Oh, uh, oh that which I think is really funny, uh, because Megan um uh she hates that hated that story she oh. hates that story to this day because as a kid it, it did exactly what it did the squirtle which is like Psh, no i'm fine <laughs> um yeah so i thought that was that was a funny use of it uh especially in like the conceptualization of you seeing the story it turns into charizards mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. the story which is that's cute um yeah. Yeah, I I think it's overall well executed. It's certainly more well thought out than that other one that we read, which I won't say. Uh, a lot of shades of that other one. <laughs> it's the last web to my red. <laughs> That's why we're not saying the name of it. That was a hard miss. <laughs> I mean, I still enjoy that last web tune because as I said before, I felt like it gets better. But one thing I actually have to give huge amount of praise to little Charna Gang over to the, the previous one that we did is even though I still love it, is that when this artist updates, it does take a while for this artist to update Little Char in the Gang, but it's like it's not just like two pages and then that's it. This one is like a full good long chunk. And you're like, you it's not like a quick, oh, I read this for five minutes and now I have to wait two weeks or a week for the next one. It's like, okay, I get a nice good chunk out of it. I can wait the time it takes for them to draw and write it out. Mm. Because as I was rereading this, I thought, oh yeah, it's like it's gonna be quick. You're gonna blast through it. And as I was rereading it, I was like, oh, this is actually a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. But the same yeah. time, oh, another huge plus to this one is the interlude. The interludes between the arcs, I thought were just mad because they were fun little snippets that I actually cared about. Like I, the one I mentioned earlier, when Sandshrew comes over to play games with Charmander, or um, there was no, oh, there was another really good one that. I, I'm gonna bring up something that I love the the Venom yeah, Moth one, the Venom Moth Man. Oh uh, yeah, it was to scare him and it didn't work. And he's like, "Oh, Pooh, I was really excited about this." He's like, "Nah, man, those acting classes are working out." And I'm like, "There's little <laughs> things like Venom Moth wants to be an actor. That's hilarious." Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. As this book is charming, and I can't wait for you guys to read more because I am happy to say that with the teenagers, more stuff comes into light. Mm-hmm. Since um, we are, since we are. Uh, we decided beforehand we're going to continue with this. Yeah, which um, makes, actually makes me happy because at first I was a little nervous that, and then once I restarted reading it, rereading the little trying the game, I was like, oh, no, these guys are, they're probably going to like, at least Ryan, I knew was going to love it almost as much as I will, but I know you two were going to like it. Brandon, because I know you haven't really played the Pokemon games, but I'm also glad you found some enjoyment out of this as well, which makes me really happy. I, uh, and I think, 
I think as we as as we go along, like I think we can all agree it gets better as it goes along. So I can mm-hmm. I can only imagine it's gonna get better and better, honestly. Yeah. Um so next time, do you know how many chapters we need to read next time? Uh, uh, I so Ben, it's up to 142. Yeah, so yeah. if we do another 50, and then if we decide to keep reading, we can just catch up and then we'll be done with the series. Yeah, I'm thinking that we can go to like around like we'll one I'll give you guys a definite number of which strip to stop at. If we continue the series, we can we can literally finish all of it in why, two sittings. Why don't we say uh, 105? 105? Yeah, that's that. Uh, I would say a little less than that, but that ends uh, what looks like a big arc. Arc. Yeah, you don't want to stop halfway through. So yeah. 105. Yeah, it's like yeah. another 50 or 50 chapters. Yeah. So we'll we'll read till to chapter 105 oh, for the next episode. Oh yeah, um, that's a good one to end at. Y'all cool. can y'all can read along with us if you like. Um, anything else you guys wanted to add for this? No, I'm, I'm, it's, it's always nice when, when I, I dive back into something that I haven't, I haven't touched in a long time, something that I used to like, and it like rejuvenates my love for something. Two things. Mm-hmm. Bulbasaur's face is clearly inspired by the horse from Adventure Time. Yes. Uh, 100%. Yes. It is yes. the same face. Uh, so, but that's fine. I also but didn't realize is. this was how how recent of a comic this is because there's like very very recent uh, uh, like ideas yeah. and I'm like oh shit this is a new comic. Uh, two, uh, I think one of our I'm sure all of our favorite jokes in it is when they play boy the video game. Oh, I saw new. <laughs> <laughs> this was a new comic and I'm like yeah, it's a God of War joke. Holy shit. <laughs> That's pretty great. Boy, the video game. I read that and I went, "What?" And then I <laughs> to scroll down and it's the menu screen. Boy, and I'm like, "Oh, oh shit!" It's a good logo. They got like, yeah, the they did a good job. Yeah. And then of course Charizard comes out and like, "Go outside." It's like, "But it's raining." He's like, "So go outside." But when I die, Diane builds character, and they're just playing their Game Boys with their umbrella. I I very much agree. This is like I enjoyed it. This is this is very clearly. Uh, Ben's core humor mm-hmm. is rampant throughout this comic. If you ever want to know what Ben finds funny, read this comic. I, yeah, like definitely specifically, there are like phrases you say, Ben, where I'm like, did he just take it from this comic? Because <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's very much like a you comic, which is great. Like uh, this is like a good representation of what you think's funny, and it is funny. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right, I got nothing else to add. So if if, if that's it, Heck Ben, yeah. little yeah. shot in the game. We'll right. the so the next chapter will be 105. Yeah, we'll go up to 105. We'll we stopped up to at, 105. Yeah, we stopped at 52 today. Yeah. It's funny because oh. even after I was done with 52, part of me was like, I kind of just want to keep going. Me, and now you can. And now I'm glad we can. Yeah. This one's also this one also doesn't take us very long to read, um, so we can probably breeze through it soon and have another episode up soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So stay tuned for that. Um, if you, what should I plug first? Well, this, this series is now also an audio and it's a little bit behind. So if you're watching the video and you want to, to, to hear what we did before now, you can go to, <laughs> that's way too complicated. Just watch, yes. the, just watch the playlist on YouTube. Two different, two different markets. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So anyway, um, there is an audio got... feed for people who don't watch YouTube, which isn't you cause you're watching this. So oh, thank you. I love you. So make sure to like this video and subscribe to this channel if you want more uh, from this channel. There's plenty of stuff on here, such as our Fake Nerds Watch series, which we are currently going through. WandaVision, um, new episode out soon. We got the first two episodes are out, the first three episodes of the show. Um, and we have our Basement Arcade series. And we have this. That's it. And we also have our Fake Nerd podcast, which we do 
We have one other we show? Just launched, we just launched Basement Arcade Pause Menu. This yeah. is going ap- after. That's right. This is time. I don't know how I thought we were back in time. We just launched <laughs> a new show called Basement Arcade Pause Menu. That we did. That we did. I did see the intro, and that is a slick intro, guys. Yeah, so check that one out. The first episode of that is up with uh, just three of us, uh, Sparks, mm-hmm. myself, and Ben, talking about the 2018 Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4. Um, just kind of revisiting it. I thought that was a very good conversation. I'm glad that's up now. It was. It was a fun conversation. Can't wait to do that again. And there'll be more of Basement Arcade pause menu, more Basement Arcade, more of this, more of Ficknerd's Watch, and more of our of our normal podcast, Ficknerd Podcast, which we do every week live on Sundays. Now, because we're quarantined, and well, we have nothing better to do. So yeah. <laughs> uh, this coming week, uh, if, when's this going out, Sparks? Do you know? Mm, probably in a couple days. All right. So if this comes out before Sunday, uh, we're doing Psycho Gorman. If this comes out after Sunday, we have just done Psycho Gorman, the new show original. Either way, it's Psycho Gorman. So check that out uh, if you want. I'm so right. excited about that one. So either I'm so excited for it or I'm so glad I watched it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, until next time, the, another episode of this drops. Uh, we do, we're a little bit more relaxed with this show, kind of putting out when we can. Um, so be- about two weeks, maybe more, maybe less. Um, so stay tuned for that. Until then, you can find us on Fickner Podcast on all the social medias. Fignerpodcast.com is our website. Find me on BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben, uh, woo, you're not Ben oh. this week. Oh. <laughs> Sparks. <laughs> uh, you can find me. Um, Kind of wanting to watch Detective Pikachu again at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S P A R K Z Witty. Ryan. You can find me at DJ Tony Snark, also probably watching that movie with my roommate. Ben. You can find me giving this cute little mon all the love and attention he deserves at Ben Maga27 on Instagram and Twitter. Got it. Uh, all right. Just want to see Yeah. All right. And so next time you see us, stay fake nerds. <laughs>